welcome to the Boldness. My, my name is Phineas Mir, and before we get going, we should just say the Boldness is all about grabbing your human rights, not just waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. Now, joining me on the show is my regular co-host, Raphael Collette. Hello, Raphael. Yes, the virologist is on the lands of the Bunurong people. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, future, and emerging. We sure do. And uh, we should just thank people who subscribe to 3CR over uh, the Radiothon period, although Radiothon has finished, you can still subscribe by going to 3cr.org.au. Now, we're lucky enough to have some guests who are joining us this evening. Can you introduce our guest, Raphael? We certainly do is that, where do I begin? We have got Melody Shortaid, who is the producer of Where Do I Begin? And Irrit, how are you doing, Melody and Irrit? Well, thank you, Raphael and uh, Finn. How are you? Good? Fantastic. How are you doing, Irrit? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Sensational. Now, what is it all about? Oh, I first want to start by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation who I'm being interviewing here from today. And I'll answer your first question. Where do I begin? What's the vision behind where do I begin? It's a playful space that connects audiences and performers. And it's a space where you can like is basically personalises the digital experiences that often feel cold and sterile. I see. With where I begin, it's an accessible, inclusive performance. Tell us about the cast. We have Irrit here as Irrit's here today. Irrit is the sound artist who's on the cast and... Uh, they are actually putting together... I should let Irrit explain what Irrit's doing. We have Shell Destefano, who is a multidisciplinary artist and performer. And we have Alvin Lamb, who is a dancer, a deaf dancer. And we have Mayumi Mellons, who's a, our community performer, who's usually a musician but is coming as a performer. I'll let Eric talk a little bit about what uh, they're doing with the show. Okay, so I am putting together some sound to accompany the movements of the dancers. Yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> there's a bit of a there's a bit of an access aesthetic there too. Is that there the sound is actually a vibrational sound installation that can be felt through like your PC or speakers or whatever and it sort of like kind of connects people together that can feel sound and hear sound so we've got we've got deaf performers that want to be able to kind of feel the vibration of the music because they can't 
you know, here. And I think that's really important to be inclusive with everybody and not kind of have those expectations that we're all the same. Melody, how did you go about developing a cast that was so diverse? There's variety for the cast. Is that there's people of colour, Indigenous First Nations people, there are people that are deaf. How did this all come about? Ralph, there's no Indigenous people, First Nations people on the project, unfortunately, maybe for future projects. I think diversity is a really kind of colonial word and I really don't like it, but inclusive-wise, try and accommodate for everybody and I think the more we kind of include people then the more we see that we're not that different from each other we all basically want the same things and stuff we just have different ways of communicating and going about it Definitely now, so unique. now is that thing you were about to jump in with a question before I kept on talking what was your question no, Ben? I was just going to ask the, the performances that you, I think there are, um, if I understand this right, you, you have, uh, there are different levels of, um, there are different, there are different levels of performance. So uh, there's a, there's passive performance, there's active performance, and there's another category which you'll have to give me has escaped me, but it would be good, good to uh, highlight the different levels of performance performance you're offering as part of uh, as part of your show absolutely Finn it's basically the the show is a two interlaced like um, shows or events the first one is the proactive show which is a more kind of personalized experience where you kind of think you're invited to participate in the show and it's held on zoom and then it goes live stream to YouTube where friends and family, you know, might be watching and supporting along with other art supporters who might just be more inclined to, you know, want to see how it all pans out with you inside the show. So, and then on the other hand, on the reverse with the proactive show, you might have that are in the passive show want to watch people in the proactive show so why is it important to have those three elements of performance right for inclusivity i think and i think it's important to realize that not everyone's up for audience participation and some people do like to get actively involved in art so it's basically catering for their needs and wants you know in how they want to participate in art as part of this interview, I sent a couple of questions to one of the performers, Alvin Lamb, and I'll just read that questions and the answers. The first question I sent was Alvin was, how have they found the experience of where I begin? And Alvin replied, I found that it's interesting that how I follow and be inspired by other performers on screen and how that impacts my feelings. At the practice of empathy and respect for others, feelings 
by being guided to follow their moves and expression. It's also interesting how they respond to my movements. Where do I begin explore how I start to move through my body feelings, vibration and perception of space? And the second question I posed at Alvin was, where does, what does, where I, do I begin mean to them? And Alvin replied, I hope that this will connect and engage with affecting audiences differently to general social media. And my last question to Alvin was, why is where I do I begin important to them? And Alvin's response was, people are born with curiosity and love to explore the screens that are limited through offering a very powerful and reflective performance platform to engage and interact with audiences. I hope that audiences will feel a connection to my emotional expression through proactively following and or passively watching my interpretive movement over digital platforms. Now is that Melody, what is meant by a general social media video? Okay, so I think the best way to kind of um, explain this is that I, I think you kind of, are you asking what the difference is between the performance in terms of like a Zoom video and a, a normal, like a, a social media video? Is that what you're asking? Like, what is there any difference between the two? Well, the term that Elvin did use was that I hope this will connect and engage affecting audiences differently to general social media videos. Okay, so he, he's so saying... What, what, what does it mean by general social media videos in, this, in that context? Okay, so maybe just like your videos with, you know, animals or, you know... I mean, like watching funny cat videos. Yeah, funny cat videos or or something like that. I, I guess it's it's more of a kind of immersive experience and I, I think that's what he's he's referring to, I'm guessing. Like, he's not here today, but I, I would say that that's what he's trying to get to when he says, you know, his interaction and stuff like that and how people respond to him. It's, it's about evoking those responses and that happens live. It's not pre-recorded. So I, th- I think that's where the difference is. Right, sure. Now, is, we're coming about to the halfway mark of the boldness, talking with Where Do I Begin with Melody Shorte and Irit. We're going to play some community announcements and then we'll continue talking with Melody and Irit. If you or someone you care for is struggling with a mental illness or other disability and you need someone to talk to, you can call the Wellways Helpline. Wellways Helpline is a volunteer support and referral service that provides information to people experiencing mental health issues or other disabilities, as well as their family, friends and carers. We're here to talk if you are feeling socially isolated, seeking information about mental health or mental health services, or just need someone to talk to. 
As a peer-based service, everyone working at Huawei's Helpline has a lived experience of mental health issues or disability. Huawei's Helpline is a national service and operates Monday to Friday, 9am to 9pm, excluding public holidays. So if you're struggling yourself or are struggling to help someone else, please call Wellways Helpline on 1300 111 That's 1300 111 supports 3CR. Love the Stars, where Love will give reviews of movies or TV shows on or at the cinemas or streaming on your digital devices. Hi, this is Murdoch and Loz, panellists on The Boldness, and this is Loz of Stars. Hi Loz, what show are we reviewing today? Hello Murdoch, we are doing Employable Me Australia. What type of show is it? It's a TV show over two seasons with three episodes each. On ABC iView. And what is this show about? It shows their hopes and dreams of seven individuals with disabilities in their quest to find employment. Well, let's concentrate on a few of the participants. Who's first up, Murdoch? It's Rowan. He's a 21-year-old who lives in the Blue Mountains at home and he has autism. And he would love to find a job goes to Sydney University to do some tests. Results show that he has a fantastic memory. His professor says his recall is in the top 2% of the Australian population. Owen gets a job trial at the Katoomba Scenic Railway near his home, but it does not work out. He is still looking for employment. Who do we see next, Loz? We have Kayla, a 20-year-old who lives in Western Australia with her single mum. She has Tourette's Syndrome. She sometimes has uncontrollable tics and swearing. But when she plays a guitar and sings, the tics disappear. She gets an interview at a live music venue. And after a successful trial, she gets a part-time job as a stagehand and a sound technician. Who's up next, Murdoch? Tim is a 28-year-old, lives in Illawong, New South Wales, and has severe autism. Tim is very withdrawn, does not like to be touched, and does not like loud noises. He's interested in IT and has very good qualifications. He gets a trial job in a game development company. He does really well testing and fault-finding of computer games his condition, he cannot do the one-hour commute on public transport to get him to and from his home by himself. But because of his skills, he is recommended to another similar company near his home. He is offered a full-time job with them. He and his family are thrilled. There are lots of similar stories in this series. Some successful and some are not. Yes, it highlights the problems with people with a disability to find gainful employment. It shows the stress and strain of the people and their families. Yes, Lauren, people with a disability have a 60% unemployment rate against the normal 6% for the rest of the population. It's inspiring and confronting at the same time. This program is made by the same people that made Love on the Spectrum and some of the participants are in the series. 
How many stars are you going to give it, Murdoch? I'm going to give it seven stars out of ten. What are you going to give it, Luz? I'm going to give it six stars out of ten. So remember, this show can be seen on ABC iView, and thanks again for listening to Loz's Stars. Welcome back to the Boldness Disability Character Affairs. We are talking with Melanie Shortade and Eric Brum. Where do I begin? Now, is it Melody and Eric? Where does where do I begin? Is that part of Melbourne Fringe Festival? Yes, yeah, it is. It's part of Melbourne Fringe. Now, tell us about how did you prepare for a show coming up to Melbourne Fringe? Melbourne has had a lot of lockdowns, COVID distance, COVID social distancing, social restrictions. How did that? Was that beneficial to performances or was it a lot more difficult? We're very lucky because, not because of COVID, but because this is a digital performance and I kind of was thinking that this might play out a bit longer with the Delta virus and stuff. So, yeah, it's a digital, it's a digital performance and it, you know, it, it kind of highlights the, the experience that we're kind of all going through together and I'm kind of hoping that it actually brings us together, you know, just through, you know, that immersive experience. So now one of the plays that you put on previously was called Woven. That was, I think that's immersive, inclusive overall experience as well. Yeah, I think so. I I've, I think this one's a little bit different to Woven, though, because Woven was a very sensory performance, and I think I've learnt from Woven in some ways is that, you know, you can overdo sensory... You can have the overload of sensory experiences, so I'm trying to space this out a little bit more. I think so from memory, Woven was also performed on a 40-degree day, which <laughs> added to this overall Yeah, It was outside, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was. But there was a lovely breeze that came through right through the middle of it, perfect timing. Yeah, it was It was a warm day. and uh, Yeah, but it was a beautiful um, experience too in saying that. Yeah, I think. I think too, you know, with um, the 3D sound installation and stuff that, that that was happening on the day, which was just beautiful. Um, I just, I, I think that I kind of look at access a little bit differently now, in terms of um, inclusion, and I'm trying to minimalise, have a more minimalistic um, aesthetic to the performance so that it can be more inclusive. Yeah. Right, now I'm going to talk a little bit about... We're going to have a bit of a quick discussion about this diversity of all the cast members. For example, is that one of the cast members is Shel Testafano, a very, very, very gifted visual artist who also performed at 
Melbourne Fringe a couple of years ago in a play called The Ausland Movement. Yes, and she's also got a show coming up too called Streetlight as well this year. Well, I said, we're certainly going to encourage everybody to come along and see what is actually going on with the range of performances at Melbourne Fringe Festival. Mm. Now, I said, with Melbourne Fringe, that we need to actually give Melody Shorthay a very big congratulations. Melody recently successfully applied for the Theatre Network Australia mentorship through the Victorian Independent Producers Initiative. How is that Thank going you. to assist you? Thank you. Um, I think it's more about assisting others now. Like, um, I, I feel really privileged to be able to have gotten this far and now I think it's it's about turning the tables around and, and starting to give others a leg up um, who, you know, would have been in the same position as me, you know, a couple of years ago. So um, I'm very grateful to all the supports that I've been, that have been helping me along the way. So, yeah, that's, it's basically how it's going to assist me is to, you know, help others. Yeah. Well, I've had to actually tie this, that question in with the specific interview. The Victorian Independent Producers Initiative came about because Theatre Network Australia did recognise that there were communities that were underrepresented in the arts, such as people from communities with people that dis- people who identified with having a disability, rural Australia, the LGBTIQA plus community, people of colour, First Nations and Indigenous people, and was to provide more opportunities. And players such as where I do begin is one way of including a lot more people into the arts and showing what a great talent, what what a rich culture that is available in the art scene in Melbourne. Hmm. I agree. Um, I think that um, if you kind of open up the doors for everyone who's been kind of cast to the shadows, then um, you get to see even more flavour come in and more talent and more vibrancy, you know. Um, Yeah, it's exciting. It's like a lot of people have feared this, but I think it's it's really exciting. And I feel really passionate about contributing to that if I can, you know. So, yeah, um, the artists in the show are just fantastic and talented. I'm so lucky to be working with them. And, yeah, just so, feel really blessed. What, what, you know, what... what t- what are, you, what are you hoping to, to, to get from performing in the show? What, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to um, not being nervous about punching, um, about punching buttons. 
um, because I'll be doing the controls of the show. So I usually get shaky around these sorts of things. So I'm looking forward to that. But most of all, I'm looking forward to um, audiences and art appreciators and performers, you know, um, get in sync with each other and have some have some joy in such cold times, you know, and really um, have some courage to connect with each other. Yeah. Well, what do you think that? The, in terms of um, providing access to pe- people, what is the what to people with disabilities? What is the what does the pandemic mean? Has it meant more people have greater access to things that are now going online? I can only talk from my perspective as a as a woman who's got a disability, and it makes things a little bit easier if you're a socially anxious person to be able to access events and stuff online. So, yes, um, it does for me, but um, I'm not too sure about other people. I guess um, maybe the performers might be appreciative too. I don't know, Erin, have you, has, what's your experience been? Just quickly, I think we're wrapping up. Sorry, Ralph, yeah. I'm t- sure. <laughs> I totally agree on the socially anxious front. Um, definitely made things easier there Um, and also just with the flexibility and in terms of like how much energy you're able to put into things in terms of like travelling to places or um, not having pressure to engage people sorry just finally people if people want to have been inspired to come along to Where Do I Begin as part of Melbourne Fringe, where can they go? Look for um, look for the proactive show and the passive show of Where Do I Begin and go to melbournefringe.com.au and you'll be able to find it online um, and you know, if you, you punch in Google, you should be able to find the number there for box office as well. And uh, yeah, there there are several there are several times, performance times as well. We'll put that up as part of the podcast. It's time for us to go, isn't it, Raphael? It certainly is. Well, I would like to thank our guests, Melody Shorthead and Eric, for joining us on the Boulder Disability Current Affairs talking about the upcoming show, Where Do I Begin? Thank you very much, Jared. Thank you. And thank you very much, Melody, for joining us tonight. No worries. And thank you very much to Finn Mead for coming in. Now, it's that it's time for us to say goodbye, and it's that time of the evening. Keep listening to Completed by Lovely. If you don't think the revolution started, you're listening to the wrong station. This is 3CR, Voice of the People. We're going to go out with a song from Where Do I Begin by Miami Mullins, and it's called The Rebeginning. See you all next time. Goodbye. See you. Bye. See ya. Thanks, Raph. Thanks, Finn. 
magic of the years you were longing. 